another episode of the podcast. My name is Grace. I'm your host. Um, It's been a week, I think, since the last, well, two weeks since the last podcast episode. I skipped last Monday because I was just so overwhelmed with the, the Bali trip that I went on and life in general. So I just had a little break because I wanted to fully focus on what was going on in Bali and I was rightful, rightful to do so. It was right to do so because I wouldn't have had the time to do it when I was in Bali. It was such a hectic week, but I will tell you more about that in a bit. So I hope everyone's had a lovely two weeks. It's coming up to Christmas. I'm recording this on the 10th of December. It's actually terrifying. Um, like how quickly this year's gone, but I have ended the year so far on such a high note touch wood that it'll continue that way but yeah life is good life is great so let's get into some life updates so as you know I spent not last week but the week before in Bali I was there for six nights and I went with a group of people that I'd never met before some of whom I'd followed on social media already it was hosted by a group of content creators videographers photographers whatever called the Calais crew who are from Perth where I live and then there's five of them and there ended up being like 18 of us total I think there it was so so much fun the whole purpose of the trip was to like learn about content learn about making content like working with businesses photography videography basically any questions we had we were able to ask and learn a bunch of things and then we also just went on adventures throughout North Bali And yeah, it was actually just the best time and they're going to be doing more trips in the future. So I highly recommend looking into it if you're into this sort of thing or if you just want to make some genuine like good friendships because I came out of that viewing every single person on that trip as a friend. Some I got closer with than others, but everyone on that trip like I learned from and everyone was so kind and so, I don't know, just inspiring in some way, shape or form. Like every single person on that trip taught me something about myself about content just about anything we kind of covered all bases on that trip but then I came home and I've just been working I was a little bit ill the past few days but I've managed to recover from that but I've just been working my retail job which I really want to quit (laughs) and I've been focusing on making my portfolio and kind of like the photography side of things that I want to get into So I just spent the last week kind of focusing on that and I kind of put the podcast on the back burner just because there was a few things that I needed to get out of the way, like making my portfolio and my media kit and putting together all my photos and blah, 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 all this stuff. And now that I've done it, I've kind of set myself up for that. So now I can come back and focus on the podcast a little bit more. So before we get into the deep part of this podcast episode, the life lessons I learned on the Bali trip... I am going to quickly run through just a few like recaps of things that happened on the trip. We were basically at a villa in North Bali, which is like the non-touristy location. And we were just doing a bunch of activities like going to waterfalls, going out to the rice fields, snorkeling, that kind of thing. Continuing the curse theme, (laughs) I lost a few things, broke a few things, got some really bad sunburns, but Basically, I had a starfish necklace, which I love to death. I'm going to buy another one from a brand called Sun Diaries. And I was going to take photos of it as practice. And I dropped it and it's made out of glass. So it smashed. That kind of sucked. And then 
on one of the days when we went snorkeling, I was so silly and I went in the water with my earrings on that I just got for my birthday. Like they're just like gold hoop earrings, didn't think much of it, been wearing them every day, jumped in the water, put my snorkeling stuff on, lost an earring in the water. I had a full Kim K moment in the water, you know, the crystal clear blue water of like North Bali, so pretty and beautiful. And I was like, shit, 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 where's my earring like it fell off I didn't really freak out about it it is what it is I couldn't do anything about it but that was a depressing moment for me and then here's the thing I thought this would have brought me good karma but there was quite a bit of rubbish in the water right and I saw this plastic bag in the water and mind you the boats we were in were quite low to the water like you could just hang your hand off the side and you'd touch the water so I saw this plastic bag that looked really like a jellyfish vibe and I was like you know there's turtles around here I don't want one to eat it I'm going to be good for the environment. I'm going to pull this plastic bag out of the water. Meanwhile, on my head are the $180 sunglasses that we got gifted for free on this trip. Guess what happens? Pretty obvious, but they fell in the water as I leant over to pick the rubbish out of the water. Now, I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me because I was trying to do a good thing for the environment and the good karma did not hit me in that moment. I lose my sunglasses, lost my earrings, literally got the worst sunburns of my life despite wearing sun cream but I think it was just so hot that I sweat all the sun cream off so I don't know what the universe's problem is with me at the moment (laughs) and then we were doing some waterfall like jumping off the waterfalls into the water cliff jumping I don't know whatever you want to call it now impressed with myself I did a 10 meter cliff jump which I've never cliff jumped before I've jumped off the top of boats before but We did a 5 metre one, a 10 metre one, and then there was a 15 metre one, which I did not do because I was not about to break my back jumping off that. But I did do the 10 metre one and I chipped my tooth when I landed in the water, my front tooth. Literally, I have the worst luck. I mean, actually, I have the best luck. I'm a pretty lucky person. But in that instance for Bali, I don't know, the universe was on something. They really wanted to like teach me some lessons. I don't know, maybe I've done something bad and they wanted to give me some karma for that. But now I have to book a dentist appointment and I hate the dentist, but I also don't want to have a chipped tooth and it's like my front tooth as well. So that's really upsetting, but it is what it is. Luckily, it wasn't like my whole tooth, like it's not noticeable unless I point it out to you, but I don't even know how it happened. But if you go onto my TikTok, you'll see a lot of like different recaps and videos that I made throughout the Bali trip if you want a more comprehensive uh, view on what we were doing. There's, you know, videos of the cliff jumping. There's videos of all the nights we went out and took over all the Bali bands. (laughs) It was just so much fun. I could talk forever about all the things we did, but those were like the main funny slash cursed things that happened that I can think of off the top of my head. But yeah, let's dive into kind of the point of today's episode and the deeper part of this, which is why this trip kind of changed my life and the meaning I took away from it. And I think it's a really big life lesson that we should all kind of think about. And I think it applies to everyone. So we're going to be talking about how important it is to make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. And I'll be talking through how I kind of realized that I wasn't surrounding myself with the right people at home. And the way that the people that I have at home were kind of fueling my self-doubt thoughts and stuff. But we'll get into it. So for a bit of context, I've always been a person that's had a lot of self-doubt. 
at least that's what I've thought in the sense that I've always felt like, you know, I'm not capable, I'm not as capable as other people and that, you know, and I've talked about this in a previous episode that there's already enough people in the world doing what I want to do so why would I try and do it because obviously they'll do it better is what I kept telling myself. And I really didn't value my own skills and that led to me not developing them for like a long time and not putting any effort into the stuff that I actually really love, like photography and content creation and stuff like this. So I've gone through most of my life thinking I'm not capable and having all these thoughts of self-doubt, thinking that, you know, I'll never make money in this career path that I'm choosing I'll never be able to achieve what others are achieving I'll never be able to be as good as anyone else and everyone else will just get chosen over me you know I'll never get work in this industry because everyone else is already better that is what I was telling myself for so many years which ultimately stopped me from doing it up until this past year when I made the leap to actually you know start this podcast and go traveling and I made that decision that I was so sick of having this self-doubt so I just you know was like fuck it I'm gonna do it which has actually turned out pretty well for me so far but I've still even this year been struggling with the self-doubt and the negative thoughts which I think has led to a bit of a stagnancy in like the growth of my platforms and the podcast and things like that because I've still had these thoughts of self-doubt whether I'm doing the right thing by following my dreams whether I should be going and working in the mines or I should be going and getting a nine to five or back to university or whatever it is. And then I had this realization on the Bali trip that none of those doubts stemmed from myself. None of those doubts were my own thoughts, my own inner beliefs, like all of it stemmed from other people around me doubting me. And the way I was able to figure this out was because, first of all, despite having self-doubts, I've always been a pretty optimistic person and I've always like, you know, said to my family, I want to do this. And they'd be like, uh, you know, that's not going to earn you much money. And I'll be like, you watch me. I'll do it. Just you wait. And I've had this sort of fake confidence with it. But when I was in Bali, I was just completely surrounded by people who believed in me. Every single person on that trip believed in everyone else on the trip. Like no one was sitting there saying, you can't do that. You won't earn money doing this. It was a case of, oh, what pathway do you want to go down? Oh, you want to go down the photography pathway? Here's how to do it. Here's what I've done. Here's what will work. Here's like what might not work. And, you know, go and do it. Like you can do it. Literally so many conversations I had on that trip left me feeling so confident in myself and my abilities and like the first day of the trip I was you know I had a bit of self-doubt I was a bit nervous to like get in front of the camera in front of people because I'm a bit camera shy or I was nervous to you know take photos of people because I didn't feel as capable as the you know five professional photographers and videographers around me so I was like comparing myself on the first day and then I really really quickly realized that no one else was comparing me. It was literally just me. So 
So it didn't take long for me to get over that. And I just pushed those thoughts away. I was like, look, you're on this trip once. Like you are surrounded by people who you look up to and you really want to follow in their footsteps in some way, shape or form. Utilize these opportunities and just like start learning. So I started jumping in front of the camera more throughout the trip. I started taking photos and like directing people to model and stuff like that. Like I felt a lot more confident. But after that first day for the rest of the trip, that entire week, I did not have a single self-doubt thought in my brain about my photography abilities, my, you know, general abilities in life. Like I did not feel like I doubted myself absolutely one time during that trip. So I had a complete mindset shift within this week and suddenly all my doubts were gone. I was so confident in what I could achieve and what I could do and yeah, I felt completely capable. I did not compare myself to the others. I was literally just having the best time and, you know, I felt so creative. I had so many ideas and it was just crazy the difference in only a week of the change and the shift in my thought processes just because there was no one around me that doubted me. There was no one around me that ever laughed at my, you know, goals and dreams or didn't believe that I was capable of achieving it. Everyone on that trip was so confident in everyone's abilities that we just all like fed off each other's energies and it was actually like such a life-changing experience. It sounds dramatic but it's really pushed me to think about the people in my life currently and the situations I'm putting myself in and the people I'm surrounding myself with and how I'm probably going to have to drift away from some of those people and situations because they are not giving me that same level of confidence and that feeding into my thoughts of self-doubt. So long story short, I realized that the self-doubting thoughts I had didn't stem from me. They stemmed from the people around me. So when those people were removed from my life for a week and we took away that extra variable of the unsupportive people in my life, the people who didn't believe I was capable, etc, etc, I actually didn't doubt myself at all. And therefore, it's not me who thinks I can't do it, it's them. So then when I came home and I started going back to my retail job immediately, it was such a shock to the system because although I've been used to this almost my entire life working at this job, I just noticed it so much more the way that no one really understood what I wanted to do and the path I wanted to follow and nobody understood that you can make money this way and you don't just have to do the typical nine to five job or go work in the mines or go back to university, like that there's other pathways for creative jobs that actually earn you money. And I know that it's not an easy career path to follow, but I mean, nothing really is. So I came back and I'm surrounded by these people who don't really understand. And it just hit me like a, literally like a brick wall. Like it was 10 times more of a shock because I just come from a week of being surrounded by the best people, so creative, no self-doubts, nothing at all to coming back, talking about my trip and then nobody really getting it. And then again, feeling like, oh, like no one understands. I didn't start doubting myself again, but I just could pick up on the way people reacted so much more negatively than the people I'd just been spending my time with. So if you're my boss and you're listening to this, I don't know if you ever listened to the episodes, but if you do, I'm going to quit soon. This is my my two week notice. (laughs) No, I'll probably do the summer and then I'll leave my job. But we'll see. I'm really, 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 really over it. But 
yeah, if everything goes to plan, I will be out of there in no time. Now it comes to the part of removing the people from your life that cause this self-doubt and fuel it and then finding people who don't, finding the people that do support you, who do believe in you, etc. So my advice would be to first remove the people from your life that you don't think are feeding your thoughts in a positive way and you know supporting you and making you feel good about what you're doing. So reevaluate all your friendships, sit down, think about who it might be. You might immediately know, you might not, you might have to think about it a bit. There might not be anyone. If there's not anyone, God, you're doing it well. You're one step ahead of all of us. But yeah, sit down and evaluate who is not good for you at this moment in time. And it could be a lot of people. It could be only one or two. But don't be afraid if it is a lot of people because I'm not saying we need to cut them off completely, block them, just absolutely remove them from your life like clean cut. There might be some people that you need to do that with, but I'm going for a more subtle, safer approach. And it's just to slowly drift away from these people, you know. Spend less time around them. Spend more time alone if they're asking to, you know, hang out or something and you know you're going to leave that feeling negative about yourself or negative about something you're doing if you know you're going to leave hanging out with them not feeling good then just say no sorry like I'm busy maybe another time like just slowly drift away and they might catch the hint if you are confident enough you could just tell them straight up but I can't do that so I would go for the more of a slow drift away approach but And you also don't have to completely cut them off. You can still hang out with them time to time. But I just mean, if you're surrounded by these people all the time, say like if it's at your job, quit your job. I'm going to do it. We can do it together. We can be unemployed together. I would highly recommend cutting all these people out of your life first before then trying to fill in the gaps because then you'll realize, okay, how many people has that left me with? How many people in my life are actually supporting me that And that I hang out with and leave feeling inspired and, you know, confident in my abilities and supported and loved and happy and all these things. That might be one or two people left. You might have 10 friends like that, like depends on, you know, who you've met in your life. And then once you've evaluated who you've got left, you can see how many gaps you might need to fill. And that can kind of determine how much effort you put into going to find new friends. And a way that I'm going to go look into finding more people to surround myself with is number one, cold nips in Perth, if you're from Perth. I haven't been yet, but everyone on the Bali trip told me I need to go because apparently the energy is just unmatched and there's so many cool, nice people there. It's like, if you don't know, it's where you get up in the morning and go swimming at like 5am. And there's like 500 people that go now. It's actually an insane amount of people. But it's all about getting out of your comfort zone and kind of facing your fears and meeting like-minded people. I'm pretty sure they do yoga in the morning and like it's just a chill kind of vibe. But putting yourself in situations that other people that you want to meet, people with like-mindedness and the same sort of thought processes as you, put yourself in a situation where you see those people. So wherever that may be, If you want to be surrounded by, I don't know, more people who love nature, 
go on some hikes meet some people while hiking actually that sounds like the start of like a murder series or something maybe not that doesn't sound very good but you know what I'm trying to say put yourself in the situations where there are people who have those positive kind of energies about them and then also you need to be okay with spending time alone and filling your own cup do things alone that your friends might not want to do with you. If you have friends that, you know, you still want them to be your friend, but they don't have the same interests and they don't want to do the same things with you. So you just don't do them at all. Just go and do it alone and you'll have such a good time. Like it's not as lonely as you think going and doing something alone would be. I absolutely love doing things alone now, but it took time to get there. It definitely did. It's getting out of your comfort zone, but it's definitely worth it. And then another route I'm going to take is the people that I met in Bali, you know, I'm not just going to leave those connections behind. I used to be afraid of reaching out to people, you know, like that hypocritical thought of no one wants to hang out with me, but am I reaching out to people? No. So I'm going to start reaching out to people a lot more. I mean, they're all still in Bali, but I, for example, I'm going down camping with them possibly on New Year's and then I'll meet their friends and, you know, just expand your connections from there. You can meet more of their friends and those people might be more of your people or, you know, just do everything you possibly can to make these connections and don't be afraid to put yourself out there because the worst that can happen is they, you know, are too busy, they reject you, you're not that kind of person. I don't know. You're not that kind of person maybe. I don't know, but don't take it personally. It's not a reflection of you as much as it is of just like, I don't know, there'll be lots of variables that'll be involved, but don't be afraid of the rejection of reaching out to people because I used to be like that. And honestly, every time I've reached out to someone to hang out or to develop a friendship or a connection, whatever, it's worked out well for me so far. I haven't faced any rejection yet because most of the time the people aren't going to reject you. You just think they are. So that's what I'm going to do. But you know, you could probably apply that to your life, to any scenarios you're in. If you've met a really cool person once or twice and you're like, wow, I think that person would be so good for me. But, you know, you're not really friends with them as of yet, more of an acquaintance. Like, just message them and be like, hey, like, do you want to hang out? Or, you know, just start a conversation, whatever it is. Just don't be afraid because the people you meet and the people you surround yourself with is going to be what you kind of turn into in a way. So you want to be surrounding yourself with good people. And you might have to put a lot of effort into that to initially create these friendships. But if that person is for you, you'll know, you'll have a gut feeling and you'll be able to tell that like, yes, these people are caring and supportive and, you know, the people that make me feel good about myself. But yes, if there's one thing that you take away from this episode is that do not settle for anyone Do not settle to just have friends. It is better to be alone than to be around people that are fueling the negative thoughts you have about yourself, your career, your life, whatever it is. It is much better to fill your own cup and spend time on people who actually cause a positive mindset shift and people you can learn from. I realized there's not a lot of people in my life that I learned from until I went on this trip and I learned from every single person there on a daily basis, no matter what we were talking about, what we were doing, I was always learning something from them. And I realized there's a lot of people in my life at the moment that I don't learn from, that don't teach me anything, that kind of don't make me feel any better about myself 
they might not make me feel bad about myself, but you know, they're not adding much value to my life. Oh, that sounded harsh, but you get what I'm saying. It is much better to spend your time focusing on yourself and the people who will actually push you to achieve things that you can achieve than it is to focus on relationships that just aren't serving you anymore. And it's okay to let go of those relationships. You don't have to do it in a harsh way. You can do it nicely, but it's okay to let go. So yeah, take a moment to reflect on who's in your life right now. And if there's anyone that you know is not serving you, I think it might be time to just take a step back from them and do some inner work, you know, get a journal out. (laughs) I say this every episode, get a journal out and start journaling, but do some inner work and kind of see what it is that you're lacking in your friendships. You know, what aren't you getting? What do you need? And then go and seek out those friendships. And with social media this day and age, you can meet people on TikTok. You can meet people, you know, there's, I'm pretty sure cold nips and like all those like sunrise swimming things have kind of gone Australia wide now. I'm not sure about other countries, but I'm pretty sure cold nips is in the Gold Coast maybe now. And I'm sure there's different ones all over the place. I know there's one in Perth also called Seagulls, like S-E-A-G-A-L-S. Kind of sounded like I said Seagulls just then. Put yourself out there and I promise you the universe will reward you. And if you're not sure where to start, start with me, actually. My DMs are always open. I'm happy to, you know, support anyone and, you know, talk to me about whatever it is that you're struggling with or a career you want to achieve or things like literally anything. My DMs are open. I'm always happy to be a friend for people who are feeling like they don't have anyone in their life that believes in them and believes they can do it because there's nothing worse than just having people around you that don't believe you can achieve something that you're like, yes, I can. And they're like, no, you can't. And you're like, well, shut up. I can. And then it causes you to have so much self-doubt. But anyways, I'm rambling. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this first episode back. If you haven't rated the podcast on Spotify or shared it with any friends or anything that you think might find this valuable, feel free to do so. The There is like a review rate button on Spotify. It's from one to five stars. Pick whatever you think I deserve, but please be nice. <laughs> it really does mean a lot to me, those reviews. It helps a lot with my podcast. So yeah, and don't be afraid to share it around with anyone who you think might enjoy it. But Shout out to everyone in Bali who made that literally the best week of my life. You guys know who you are. If any of you are actually listening to this after meeting you in Bali, you're a real one, especially if you got this far to the end. I know Michaela will probably be here. Hey, Michaela. Something actually really cool about that is that Michaela already followed my podcast before she joined the Bali trip and she had no idea I was on the Bali trip. So that was like a really full circle moment for me. And for her as well, I guess. And it was really cool. Like she messaged me going, hey, like I listened to your podcast and I'm going on this Bali trip as well. I had no idea you were on it. And I don't know, it was just crazy, like coincidental, like the way the universe puts these people in front of you that are meant for you and that you can just immediately tell are going to be like friends for life. It's just so wild. But yeah, I could talk about this forever. I need to go. All right, see you guys later. Bye.